Hi and welcome back to Grin and Burrow with me, Rebecca, and today we have James Perry. Good morning. And Declan Barry. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Do you remember that? Hello, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I'd like to go for a walk and have a piss. <laughs> uh. So today we're going to do bullshit bingo. Class. Don't know what way that works, but I'm just going to, going in my head, I'm just going to fire out a word and you're going to instantly say, what do you think? I think every episode that we have is bullshit bingo, especially whenever I'm involved. I know. So if, well, you could pull up your weed generator there. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> some some might say we've finally found a genre for which this podcast can be put into. I know. Just bullshit bingo bullshit. in general. <laughs> Grin and burn it with Rebecca, a.k.a. Bullshit Bullshit bingo. bingo. <laughs> So the first word is egotistical. Bullshits, bullshitters, <laughs> bullshit heads, whatever you want to say, variant of bullshit. You just you, you just descended there into the nursery school there, James. Bullshit heads. Bullshit. Big stinky bums and bullshit heads. That's yeah, the sort of stuff our dark comes out with. Yeah, I know, I know. And I don't apologize for it either. <laughs> <laughs> uh Egotists, oh god, go on ahead there, Dagon, because I can go off on one. I know, I know, I know, I know. I was really thinking about this. Um, I, do you know, uh, passive the, the passive ones, so it's the ones that go, No, you know, I wouldn't want to talk about myself, okay, but and then go forward to read their CV, or the ones that go, What was that thing you did the other day? It was really interesting. Ah, that's the same as the thing that I did whenever I did that other thing. So, yeah, ego test equals wankers. <laughs> there you go. That's 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 the instant reaction of that's what we're after for the, the spur of this game. I would say arseholes, just because... See, you know what really annoys me? It's like, see if someone's been to Tenerife, the other person's been to Tenerife, or if you've got a new... Like, if that's you get, very like, good. I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I need to know which one of your uncles or was it your dad that told you that joke first. Oh, that Jesus. one definitely goes under the category no. of dad joke. I, but who was it that actually said it to me? I think it was actually one of my aunts. Yeah. Oh, but, that, was um, that was actually really good. Yes. Well, uh, no, because there's some people, like say for instance, well, say for instance, this really happened. Uh, I got an iPhone, right? First phone I've ever bought myself at 26 years of age because I usually get the hand-me-downs from my brothers. Yeah. So I got myself an iPhone and you had to pre-order it and it was only released the day off I got it. So the other person said to me, oh, my sister's got that. She got it a couple of months ago. And I'm like, and not that I said, I was okay. But really in my head, I was going, no, she didn't because it was only released today. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never turn around and go, oh, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. And then another thing is, I always feel like I need to justify the thing, whereas other people are just like, yeah, I've got such and such Vivian Westwood, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who cares? Who is she, by the way? Vivian she, Westwood? She just yeah. closed the center. Yeah. All right, okay. I hear that a lot. I'm like, I don't know who that is, so I don't know why you're trying to impress me with that. No. It's, yeah, it's like one of her jackets would be like £600. I'm like, that's like three of my car payments. I mean, come on here. Yeah. It's uh, it's priorities as well. I, I was just I went on the phone there to get another dad joke, right? Because yeah. I heard one last night, and since you you said that 
Tenerife and Levenrief, which is quite good. Mm-hmm. I thought this was quite good last night. When Quasimodo retired, he got a £2,000 lump sum. Six months back pay and a crate of bells. I thought it was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Egotists. One word, James. We've got wanker, arsehole, and monsters. <laughs> I could be really, really strong. A partridge and a pear tree. Yep. Can I use three words? I far away. Cancer on society. Cancer, cancer off society or whatever way you want to phrase that I think it's the next load of shite in the world I think I, I've mentioned this too many times in the podcast and that social media on the phone has driven the next ac- epidemic and it's normally big, big headed arseholes who've got nothing to stand up nothing to prop it up there big you headed arseholes <laughs> what? big headed arseholes <laughs> Do you know what? I think usually in this podcast we find the names of books that have never been written. Mm-hmm. I think you find the next big children's TV program. Big headed arseholes. I can see the animation. I can see how it looks. Like Samurai and Pizza Cats. Big, big, big headed bullshit heads. <laughs> That's the after nine o'clock version. What was that? What was the cartoon you said there? Samurai and Pizza Cats. I don't know where See, that Samurai Pizza Cats. That was genuine, wasn't it? It was. It just popped out of my head from class 1987 or something. Well, mutant. What was it? Mutant Hero Ninja Turtle. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Potato Turtles. You were going to say a Potato Turtle. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's the one. They were great. They're back though. They are back. Yeah. Well, they've digitized them and made them not as good. Is yeah. Splinter there? Wasn't he the bad oh, guy? I love Splinter. Was he the bad guy? Uh, Splinter. Was he the bad guy or was it the wee rat? Who was I the don't rat? Know. Splinter oh, was Sh- the bad guy. Shredder was the bad guy. Shredder was the bad guy. Splinter was a good guy. Uh-huh. Actually, now you've said about bad guys, right? I actually have to look this up again. Go on. Keep on, keep on talking there. Oh, to, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> as to what you're looking up here. No, no. Talk about bad guys because there's a page on Facebook called Grumpy Skeletor. Talk about oh, bad yes. guys. Okay, Absolute. Rebecca, how's Tinder going? I've never signed up for that in my life. There's more um, chance of you meeting freaking some crazy ass than that. Yep, no. Right, so this Can't was the it. one from Grumpy Skeletor yesterday, which okay. I thought was hilarious, right? So obviously we all know who Skeletor is, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you have a skull face? Because once I watched three minutes of Mrs. Brown's Boys and I had to immediately dunk my head in a vat of acid to try and forget. <laughs> Was laughing there was the, the thing came out there saying about the the Christmas TV schedule which is by all accounts shite shite yeah and uh it was there there was something something whatever it was in Mrs Brown's boys and the first comment the uh, first comment on the news was that Ulster had suffered enough this year <laughs> um without Mrs Brown's boys being inflicted on us again no it's hilarious honestly there's that's a recommendation to have folks Grumpy Skeletor on Facebook. Yes. If you literally want to laugh, that's what it is. <laughs> and it's so childish, but it's very, very funny. So, well, egotist sign. Is there any more there's, words we have to... There is. There's a few more. So the next one is people that don't listen. What? Sorry? People <laughs> that don't listen. <laughs> oh, I fell for that one. Oh. <laughs> um, people that don't listen. Mm-hmm. Well, funny enough, I was doing this yesterday with my um, career coaching clients. 
you know, you're given two years in one mouth for a reason, like. True. And yet with people, do you know something? You can tie both that first word and that second word into the same concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And empty vessels make the most noise. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's brilliant. That was a good one. That's do the thing, though, is listening is really hard to do. What is I? Listening but is I- really hard to do. People, people think that listening is just a matter of sitting there and not talking. That's what most people, that, that's where the whole not listening thing comes from, is most people consider listening to be not talking. But the amount of training that I've done over the years on active listening and questioning active. and yeah. all this sort of stuff that makes the real difference. And it's the difference I find in, in work, especially between the real rock stars and the also rants are the ones who could really listen and ask the right questions and get the right information and then go back. So I always think that listening, I actually think people who steamroll conversations and people who are looking out the window whenever you're talking to them or looking at their phone, which is my fucking pet peeve, um, whenever you're having a conversation, they're the guys that often pontificate about being rock stars, but in fact, they just don't have the most important thing. And, you know, when, when someone can do that and someone listens really well, they can get whatever they want. Like they can get really whatever they want. I think that's the most important skill in life. And you, but um, you've hit the nail on the head there, Declan. It's the follow up to the listen, though. So it's having the discernment to work out then what is the point that's being spoken about, and then what active question can I can I yeah. put forward in that? But then the other thing and the other part of listening, and I was talking about this yesterday to my clients, is the cues that you give as part of active listening. So. If you're bored, you're just going to go into a daydream, bit of self-hypnosis, you're not going to listen to anybody. But if you are actually genuinely interested, there's the good old thing, if you want to be interesting, you be interested. Mm-hmm. And the cues of if you're telling me a story, you go, yes, okay. You give those active nods, mm-hmm, those confirmation noises, which actually demonstrates you actually are actively listening. It's, to me, sometimes that's important too. Yeah. Because what does everybody want? Everybody wants to be valued. And if somebody's not listening to you, you feel undervalued. And I That's think- a sort of, I agree with you, Sarah, as in there's been a couple of times someone's asked me a question and I've started answering it and they've just ever walked out or picked up their phone and blatantly ignored me. Or but they've asked the question or you've also got the whole, a, a couple of days ago, I was told that I speak a lot with my hands, but it's just like a nervous thing. It's what I do. And I'm like, that's just the that's way. your creative bit though, that's just remember. the way i do yeah but um yeah it's the whole whenever they ask you a question and you actively tell them and then the next day they come in and they've asked you the same question that you've said and i'm like i told you this yesterday and clearly you just haven't listened so why would i bother saying it again <laughs> you know what i mean whereas i try to take the time to listen to everything someone says and then whenever they come in it means i can follow up but no yeah that annoys me <laughs> And just to, to link into that a bit, the, the first week that I started as a trainee in, in Grant Thornton, the office manager partner came out, or one of the senior partners came out of the way and said, there's no, sorry, he said, you can't get sued for asking a stupid question. Right, and, and being an auditor, that's what I had to do, you know what I mean? That was your job, is asking, and sometimes very difficult questions, yeah. and sometimes cr- criticizing senior accountants who were really older than you, and you were saying, but you're wrong here, you've got this wrong. 
And I think the whole point was that you can ask a stupid question once because it's not stupid if you don't know. But if you go back and you ask it two or three times because you haven't listened and you haven't mm-hmm. learned, that's whenever it becomes stupid. Yeah. And I mean, so I know that's listening is incredibly important. Absolutely. Well, we'll do the third word. What's Declan doing? He's doing ping pong there with his ping eyes. <laughs> no, apologies. This is, uh, yeah. So the third one is leaving doors open. Now, anytime I've heard this, the person afterwards goes, were you born in the field? Aye. Yeah. That's another thing. That's like a wee bit of a pet peeve because if you're what, the way our TV is positioned in our house, if you leave the door open, it doesn't close. But we've got an automatic like spring system now. So if you push the door, it automatically closes back. <laughs> but yeah, leaving doors open, no. Especially the bathroom door. That does my head in. Yeah. Especially after when you're on it? No. <laughs> no. The pet peeve is if somebody has just done a cake and they come oh. out and they don't close the door and the smell wafts about the place. I have never heard that word cake before. <laughs> what? Poor Jim. Poor, poor Jim has suffered enough while I've walked down the hall to see you. <laughs> no, cake, cake or cack is the Irish for shite. Well, cack. I know cack, but I know cake. Oh, that's just the derivative that up here. Like, good God, if it, you know, they say cake in their paddock all the time. Cack's the, cack, I would say, is the English derivative of that word, the way they pronounce it. Whereas I would, would you hear it say cack or cake, Declan? It's uh, usually cake or cakey bobo. <laughs> I've just done a kiki bobo, but you're grand. <laughs> You've got to make, I've got two young kids. I've got to make everything kind of child friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so, kiki bobo's where it's at. Yeah, I close the doors. And the other reason why I close the doors is because, do you remember, was the advertisement whenever you were young or whenever I was young? Do you remember the whole thumbs up on Monday, but they also said about closing the doors in the house in the nighttime before you go to bed, just in case there's a fire? Fire, yeah. So I would close the door all the time. And then also being a culture, if you don't close a gate, you will be shot by the farmer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you if you are responsible for a mass emigration of livestock across the, the village, you'd be shot. <laughs> so yes, a bit of an a bit of an owl, a bit of old baler twine or a bit of barbed wire, something wrapped around a gate onto the post. Yes, I've done that many, many, many times. Yeah. Or hop <laughs> of the gate. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. So well we'll do the very last one of Bullshit Bingo, the first edition, because there you know there's many more, as we said. Yeah. Uh, and it is judgment. Ooh. Ooh. You could, really, you, could, you could go down a rabbit hole of that. Uh, is judgment a good thing or a bad thing? All I can say it depends what it is. I, I, I think judgment is perfectly fine as long as you're prepared to change your position, as long as it's not locked. Because mm-hmm. you always have to, no matter what happens, no matter what situation you go into, what you're doing, that's how we survive is by making judgments about you know, whatever the scenario is. and But as long as you're prepared to change your position whenever it turns out to be different, then that's fine. No problem with that at all. I I'm kind of... I'm kind of cynical in that way where <laughs> I try not to judge the person like immediately. And then if they do something... If they do something not like that fits in with my morals, I'm like, okay, fair enough, that's just the way they are. But if they keep 
constantly doing it. I'm like, yep, I think I've got the judgment. My original judgment was fine, but there has been a couple of people that stupidly I've judged because of something they've said, but they've actually turned out to be the complete opposite. So I try not to judge people straight away, if you know what I mean. Obviously you do have an instant judgment, but I try to like filter it out and see what way they react first. <laughs> Again, something touching on yesterday. What about the first impression? Do they say, what is it, seven seconds or something? Mm. Yeah, at most. The, 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 for a first impression. So that's, that's interesting, you know, in terms of, and I suppose now that everything is online, it's, you know, and you know about this, Declan, about going into a networking meeting or going into a business meeting or something. It's that first first judgment, but my my whole take on that or my whole thing on that myself is completely different. So whenever I went into a meeting with Grant Thornton, you know, you had to be suited and booted and all this, and, you know, you had to have the nice watch on and smell good and all that. Yeah, good yeah. God, you see now? <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Zoom meetings when I'm still wearing a flipping same hoodie that I've worn for the last flipping three weeks. <laughs> you know, it's mental. Um, so it'll be interesting, actually, judgments and first impressions whenever we get back into personal spaces with each other mm-hmm. that'll be interesting yeah yeah you're you're gonna have to start washing again at some point just gonna put uh, that right there all right i'm shaving i'm doing my hair yeah <laughs> i'm not saying that i'm sitting here exactly the same position by the way i'm not uh there's no stone being thrown from this no, I, I know i know if you judged me i would have judged you right back <laughs> <laughs> Here, so Rebecca, you've got very dark there. I know. I don't know whether it's because it's absolutely pissing mm. down out my through my window, and I've got well. this one wee like light with a candle in it. So yeah, it is entirely grey here and raining heavily. So yeah. it's, it's very dark. It's amazing the change from yesterday. Yesterday was lovely. It's supposed to be like that the rest of the day, I think. Oh, well, sure, that's the day for the house. Yeah. Um, to watch an All Ireland final and. Have a list of crappy things as long as you're armed to do for work. <laughs> um, so there you go. That's the end of bullshit bingo. Shall we do one flashcard Friday? Let's do that. Just to, just to tie in this thing. Any opinions on rice? <laughs> rice. Do you have a favourite rice? Was Marty rice? Well, I've got a friend. Really? I've, I've got a friend called Marty rice. <laughs> And Marty, if you're listening to this, the driveway is still not tarmac yet, you frigger. That's that's a genuine judgment on him. Um, rice, what sort of rice? Like basmati rice? Well, any rice is like, is there, do you have a favourite rice, like risotto or something like that? You're lucky even to get the plain rice into me. Like, now, to be I like f- rice. To be fair, uh, to be fair, whenever I was in, when I was in the Inca Trail, when I was in India, and whenever I was in Nepal, like that was my staple. You know what I mean? I had rice with everything. Well, not with everything. Rice with chicken, basically, it was rice everything I had, everything I had in those three places. But uh, it's really interesting going through. We went through um, India on a train. Okay. I've just seen the amount of paddy fields. It was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You think, oh, it's a stereotype. It won't be that bad. But it was. It was just incredible. So I have no other views on rice. What sort of rice do you like? I like, well, 
I like Bismarck. I like any rice, but Bismarck rice from Asda, the wee purple packet, it's lovely. Like boiling the bag. <laughs> and we usually have that uh, with chili con carne. But yeah. Hold on, hold on. You're not, you're not a proponent of, of, I was going to say Father Ben. Of Uncle <laughs> Ben. <of> Uncle <laughs> ben. <laughs> Father Ben was, was, was one of the things that Father did. Oh, um, no, I don't mind Uncle Ben's. But yeah, I just like, I like any rice in general. Just as long, yeah. Yeah, no, any What rice. do you have with it? Well, the Bosmali rice would be with chili con carne, and then you can get like a mushroom rice from the Indian, or fried rice with just curry sauce. The winner. Do you eat rice, Declan? Yeah, it's just rice. <laughs> it's the cheapest, easiest thing to make, and it goes with everything. Mm-hmm. That's great. But on its own, white rice is plain as hell, isn't it? Like you but could eat it, but there's no flavor. But that's a good thing to it is that you can just all you need to do is whack a wee bit of sauce onto it or pepper or black pepper or something like that and whatever you want onto it and then it becomes something different, which is pretty good. Um but uh yeah, I don't I, I yeah, I, I don't know where I go with it. It's, it's, it's rice, it's the most boring individual subject in the world. <laughs> So rice is nice. That's what we're finishing on. It's it's nice. It's nice. Will taste the red sauce? Uh, no. Fuck off. <laughs> Maybe baked beans and rice. That's nice. Do you need your head examined? Thank you for doing this just the other night. Shall we wrap this one up? Let's wrap it up. Okay. So you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can also email us at Greenberg. I'm stuck. <laughs> dot com podcast and i at gmail.com got a wee bit choked up there uh and you can get emotional but they'll leave your situation <laughs> no <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> and you can find us on instagram at greenberg podcast and i and that's us thanks for listening hold on hold on just before you finish yes oh yes quickly optimize wireless benefits <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>